Marathoner. Every step forward was now going to be an extra step back, and it was wearing on him and his corroded knee joint. There was nothing more out here for him to see. And then he saw the man, a big, hulking man wearing a denim shirt and cheap jeans, dragging a body out of the shed. The corpse was small and clad in a little cupcake nightgown. Her feet were gone. Her hair was bloody and tangled. Her hands were limp, and Ben could see the chipped blue nail polish on her fingernails. The legs were just a couple of stumps dragging along the ground. He saw the red, like the butchered deer parts on the side of the road. Saw it. Then the man turned to him, and their eyes met, and... Fuck! The man's face wasn't visible. It was covered by the skinned-off face of a black Rottweiler, ears included. Before Ben could process anything, he was running. He couldn't feel his body moving at all. Sight and sound took over his brain. The sight of the path cutting through the forest, the sound of the killer dropping the corpse to the ground, and his footsteps kicking into high gear, first lumbering and then jogging, and now booming behind Ben in big thumps, like a giant stepping across acres of grassland at a time. Soon he could hear the killer panting and laughing in a low demonic register. He was closing in. Don't slow down. Don't slow down even for a second. Ben cried, Help! again and again, but all he could hear was the growing laughter of the man behind him. His face grew deep red. He felt like he was about to start bleeding out of his eyes. He considered taking out his phone, but that would only slow his progress, and his goal at the moment was to not get caught. The path stretched out ahead, but he could barely see it now because his mind was presenting him with a slideshow of terrors. The dog-faced murderer closing in, the future sight of his own mangled body, his wife getting the call and screaming out in horror and dropping her phone to the ground in shock. He had to look back. He couldn't resist it any longer. The killer was twenty yards away, a healthy distance and yet not comforting to Ben at all. The man was twice Ben's size, and he had a big butcher knife in his hands. Even from this distance Ben could see that the edge of the blade looked cleaner and newer than the rest of the knife, ground down by a fresh sharpening, now gleaming and ready to hack through bone and skin and tendons and whatever else got in its way. The man would catch him, and then Ben would see the man's sickly green eyes and feel his awful dog breath, and watch the knife plunge into his body, and that final moment would linger into his afterlife and well beyond. Now Ben wasn't bothering to form the word help when he screamed. He was screaming purely, all random, soft, extended vowels spewing out like vomit. He had no control over it. He could hear the maniac still laughing behind him, and then he heard him say what sounded like, I've been waiting for this since the day you were born. He spotted bizarrely arranged piles of sticks off to the side as he blitzed down the path, structures he had never seen before. Maybe this killer, this dog face, had been waiting for Ben the whole time, trapped him, Maybe he would be gutted and lashed to those sticks and left for a faceless dog to chew on. Ben turned to look again. The distance between them had grown to thirty yards, 
and he was praying he would be able to get back to his signpost and turn up the mountain and leave that man in the dust for good, then make it to the hotel and call the cops and get in his car and go home and never ever come back here. Thanks for everything, Pennsylvania, but fuck you eternally. Just when Ben was getting his hopes up about escaping, another man leapt into the trail ten yards in front of him, also in a dog mask. He had a knife, too. Through the holes in the dog's skinned-off mouth, Ben could make out the second man's lips and teeth. He was also laughing and smiling and clearly deranged. Ben screamed again in holy fright. He was throwing his screams, as if they were a last-ditch weapon for him to hurl at the madmen. Run right at him. That was Ben's first thought. Ben played football when he was a kid, fullback. Not a great player, but not an embarrassing one either. Whenever they were facing a team that had a really good defensive lineman, his coach always...